How are we, people? Hope you're good. Just jumped on for another episode of Cup of Joe, and we've got an overflowing cup today. And I'm very excited to talk over this topic because it's one that's had a massive impact on my life, and it's one that I talk about inside my coaching program on a daily basis, very consistent basis, because it's a goal that a lot of people do have when they come to me. Sometimes it's a prominent goal. It's one that's right in front of their eyes. And sometimes it's a goal that's in the back burner that is a byproduct of other things that we are working towards. And it's all about building your confidence. And I first off wanted to mention that this episode is not only for people who are struggling with their confidence massively or who are crippled by you know not being confident. This is for anybody regardless of how much confidence you have. So you could be really confident, you could be, you know, semi-confident, you could be not confident at all. But this is going to be for anybody because the things I'm going to be talking over, I'm going to split it into two. I'm going to be talking over some physical and also some mental things that we can be doing to ensure that we build our confidence and we move forward. And I think it's essential for anybody to do that because if you do do that, you become more of yourself. You come out of your shell more, you start acting in alignment with who you want to be as a person and you put yourself in specific situations and create opportunities for yourself as well, which you would never do if you weren't confident. And that could be anything. It could be, you know, getting a new job or getting a pay rise or improving in your career or managing to meet somebody who, you know, you have a relationship with or find a new group of friends, whatever it may be. Or in the case of some of the lads who've just been on board with me and done a photo shoot, been able to go through a photo shoot, take the tops off in a full gym, look absolutely amazing and be confident while doing so. Things like that. You know, those are huge achievements that you can have when you do commit to a process and some of the physical and the mental things that I'm going to be talking over today. So I don't, I don't want you to be thinking, oh, you know, I've not been in the position that Joe's been in before. So this doesn't really apply to me. This kind of applies to absolutely anybody. And that's where I wanted to start because you may be thinking, what the hell does this guy know about confidence? <laughs> How has he, you know, got the qualification to talk about confidence? And the first, the first thing that I wanted to mention was when I started the gym eight years ago, this was the main driver for me. It was to change my mindset. It was to change the way I felt about myself and the way I perceived myself because originally my perception of myself was not very good whatsoever. I actually used to struggle badly with body dysmorphia. And if people don't know what body dysmorphia is, basically it's it's a position where you spend a lot of time worrying about your appearance. And that could be anything to do with your physical shape as a person. It could be to do with your clothes. It could be to do with you know how you look, your face, whatever. You spend a lot of time worrying about your appearance and you usually are quite negative about that and you pick yourself apart and it used to affect my confidence massively particularly I used to hate my skinny arms I used to hate my skinny legs I used to hate when I used to wear like really skinny jeans and my legs looked like twigs when a top was too tight around my arms and it was really skinny or I'd wear a top that's like oversized and it looked like I was literally just a coat hanger in a t-shirt I used to absolutely hate those things and that kind of started to play into how I view myself. So because of that negative self-talk that I had in specific areas and also the body dysmorphia, I've just kind of constantly picking myself apart. I started to become quite self-critical and my perception of myself was, was really, really negative. And 
The thing is, if you tell yourself something for five years, eight years, 10 years, over and over and over and over again, I don't care who you are, what you look like, if that is negative, you will believe that specific thing, which is negative, right? You know, if you tell yourself that you're not good looking or you're really skinny and other people are saying, you know, you're skinny too. And, you know, you just reaffirm this and keep on saying it. Every time you look in the mirror, it's the first thing that pops into your mind. It's the first thing that you think when you see yourself. And because you do this over and over and over and over again, you reprogram your brain. And that's what you start to look for. That's what you start to to pick apart and continue to do moving forward. And that's the first things you see of yourself as well. You know, a lot of people, they might not be able to relate to this because they might not have struggled with their confidence in the past. A lot of people, you know, whenever they've looked in the mirror, they've not thought anything negative before. And, you know, I could probably laugh and say you're actually quite lucky because it's difficult. And I know if some of you who are listening to this are struggling with your confidence, you'll know exactly how I feel to some extent. I don't know whether it'd be to, to that extent, but you know, looking and picking yourself apart, constantly being negative about yourself and how clothes are fitting and how you feel, whatever it may be. And it drains you. It drains you from a mental standpoint. And that kind of plays into your physical as well. And it can impact you on so many different levels. So, you know, you don't put yourself in certain social situations. Um, you don't approach that girl or you don't approach that boy or you don't go for that specific job role and that job interview because you don't think that you're good enough for it and you're playing yourself down when, when deep down you could be a very smart, intellectual, good-looking person with a great physique. But because of this kind of reprogramming that we have over years and years and years and years, we believe it. Now, a few of the tips I'm going to talk over a little bit later on, specifically the mental ones are going to cover this and they're going to be the, the most beneficial ones when it comes to changing your mindset, because that's effectively what you have to do here. You've got to change your mindset. You've got to reprogram your mind and you've got to be open to change. You've got to embrace change. We can't have a fixed mindset. I'm not sure if you've heard my podcast on growth versus fixed mindsets, if you haven't, go and give it a listen. It's it's really good. It talks over the, the difference between the two. We need to have a growth mindset because when I was in this position, when I was really skinny and I didn't like the way I looked and I was constantly being so negative and, and don't get me wrong, some of those things were true, of course. And that's again, some of the physical things that we can be doing to, to move forward. But, and when I was in this position, I very much had a fixed mindset. I was in the mindset of like, I'm not going to be able to change. You know, this is probably going to be forever. Um, it's just not good. And I was constantly kind of replaying these things and, and just a bit of a broken record. And I thought that I was just going to be stuck in this position forever. But you've got to switch that and you've got to start thinking, I can change and I definitely will change. It's just finding how. That's the difference because you definitely can. And I want you to use myself as an example that you can do that. And I'm also going to talk over one of the team members, Ben, at the end as well, because he's made an unbelievable transition this year alone. In the space of a year, it will knock your socks off. Let's just say that um, because it's it's amazing. But you've got to have that growth mindset. You've got to be open to change and open to trying new things and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone because no growth occurs inside this comfort zone. If you're constantly sat inside this comfort zone, you know, doing the things that you've always done, you're going to always have the things you've always had, right? And if that's having a poor mindset and a poor relationship with yourself, if you keep on doing those same things, 
that's going to have the same outcome. You're going to keep on doing the same thing and you're not going to change. You've got to start doing other things that you're probably not comfortable to do. And you're going to feel like you're probably, um, you know, a little bit of imposter syndrome and stuff like that, but that's what you have to do. So in the beginning, when I first started the gym, that's why I started because I wanted to get into shape, but more so it was to improve the way I felt about myself. I wanted to gain some muscle mass. I wanted to get into good shape. I wanted to, to make sure that um, I looked quite aesthetic. So building good muscle across my upper body, my arms, my shoulders, my chest and my back. And I started to soon realize, especially year after year after year after year, the more I started to make progress that it wasn't really about my physical shape. And don't get me wrong, you know, being in great shape is, is amazing. And that actually does help, which I'll talk over in a moment. You know, getting into great shape is is important, I think, you know, whether it be dropping body fat or gaining muscle mass to, to improve your confidence. But it's important to remember that happiness isn't a destination. It's it's a way of life. It's it's a way that you choose to live your life and a perspective that you take. And that's not to say that we should be happy with being in a really bad situation or that we can't change and we that we we should just be happy with the way that we are. You know, if we're really skinny or we're really overweight you know, it's okay to be tough on yourself and say, you know what, this isn't good. You know, I don't, I don't feel good in myself. Change, use that as, as a spark to change. But remember that it's the pursuit of goals, which is the most important thing. Because if you go down this rabbit hole, I wouldn't want you to be chasing and chasing and chasing a body that essentially, if you attach success to a specific thing, it's like the goalpost will always move. And I'm coming from previous experience here. You know, I've been doing this for eight years. Every year it's like, oh, you know, I'm just a little bit bigger or gain a little bit more muscle mass. I do this, I do that. Come to terms with that. It's always just going to be the pursuit of progress, which is the most important thing. But I wanted to split this up into two parts. We've got from a physical standpoint and then also from a mental standpoint. And I did touch on it there ever so slightly. It's about your physical shape. So if you are overweight or if you are in a position where you're really, really skinny, or even if you're pretty happy with the way that you look or you you know you're not in bad shape but you just want to take things up another level you want to be that bit, bit more confident getting into great shape is going to help 110% because like i said earlier the way that your clothes fit the way that you walk the way that you look people in the eye when you're talking to them because you know that you've done something which is of significance and that's one of the big mental wins that we have People who are very, very confident are confident because they've given themselves an undeniable stack to say who they say they are. If you walk into a room and you're in great shape, whether you're a male or female, you almost kind of demand respect a little bit of a lot of people. And it's a signal. It's a status kind of symbol. And it's because people look at it and they know to achieve it, there has to be hours and hours or years of dedication and consistency and hard work. That's what your body is a representation of. You know, if you're really out of shape and your t-shirt's kind of tight around your stomach area and you, you know, you've got all this kind of bulging body fat or, you know, you're really, really skinny and you look like a coat hanger in your t-shirt, people subconsciously will look at that and they will be thinking quite the opposite. You know, that doesn't take hard work. That doesn't take standards. Or anything like that. It's it's quite the opposite. And that's what lowers our confidence. So if you're walking into a room and you are in great shape, it, it makes you feel so much better. So gain some muscle mass, get into the gym, 
do some resistance training, lift some weights, focus on getting strong. That's the key thing there. Over the years that I've been training, I've been going through a lot of gaining phases because I was really, really skinny. I think I started like 135 pounds or something stupid like that, which is like matchstick thin um, for me anyway. I was really skinny. I didn't carry much body fat either because I was a really active kid. I was always playing rugby and then football and then doing sports and then doing cross country. And I was very, very sporty and I'd never stopped moving. And my mom only cooked healthy food. So it was probably quite satiated and low in calorie. And because of that, over the years, I've had to gain a significant amount of muscle tissue and I've had to eat a lot of food to get to where I am today, to gain all of that muscle tissue. So get strong. And that's been the the main goal for me, specifically over the past three years, three, four years, since I started to learn about what is actually required for progress, strength levels, what built it will keep it. Strength is directly correlated with size. If you see somebody who has a lot of muscle mass, chances are they're going to be quite strong. So chase down a lot of strength, get strong in the gym and gain some muscle tissue. Now, if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, so if you're carrying too much body fat, I'd still get in the gym. I'd still be training. I'd still get doing resistance training sessions. I wouldn't just be focusing on cardio and do treadmills and stuff like that. I'd get in the gym. I'd be training hard. I'd be getting nice and strong. And I'd fixate and focus on dropping a lot of body fat. So coming into that calorie deficit, moving your body, getting some targets in place with your movement. So think about, okay, how many steps do I want to do per day? So I start to have some little targets you have on a day-to-day basis, whether it be some steps or doing some cardio, and then start thinking about pairing some social activities, you know, whether it be going to yoga with your friends or going for runs in the park or going for walks with your friends, whatever it may be, start to do these things and change your habits as a person, because that will allow you to get into better shape from a physical standpoint. Now, that links into the mental here because if you do hard things repeatedly over and over and over and over again, and then you look back and you reflect and you and you see, hang on, I've just dropped 35 pounds there. Like that's not easy. And one of the reasons why losing lots of weight or getting into great shape or producing a body transformation, like to some of the, the people that have on the team, the reason why it's so celebrated is because if we think about results, it takes a ridiculous amount of consistency and hard work and perseverance to get there. And if you were to go through all these difficult tasks and apply the discipline, that is the evidence in which you have to become confident because you tell yourself, you can do difficult things regardless of the environment and any of the barriers and challenges that are thrown at you. And if you look at anybody who is really, really confident or you know, successful business leaders or people who are the leader of their industry or kind of the master of their craft, the reason why that they are that way is because of the years of discipline and consistency that they've put in and they've held themselves accountable even when they say they didn't want to and not only does that get them good at the thing in which they want to do which then makes them more competent which is actually being good at the specific thing which then feeds into your confidence which is feeling like you're good at a thing because you're actually good at the thing you give yourself an undeniable stack of evidence And that just builds and builds and it gets easier the more that you go through a process. 
And this interlinks to some of the other mental things that we can be thinking about to make sure that you are building this evidence. So if you're on a journey, right, and you're moving forward and you're trying to drop body fat or gain muscle mass, you need to be celebrating your wins. So you might have 50 50 pounds of body fat to drop, but if you drop two pounds in a week, don't be disheartened. Celebrate that. Smile. Celebrate it. Give yourself a bit of a pat on the back because you know what? That's two pounds in the right direction. It's two pounds in the right direction. You will celebrate these small wins and you will start to gain, gain and generate some momentum, which therefore allows you to continue on on this journey, but it builds your confidence. It actively kind of pushes you to do more of the things that you know are going to bring more results later on down the line. And that's the same as the small promises that you have on the day-to-day basis. One of the surefire ways to to break down your confidence, it doesn't matter who you are, but it's to to not hold yourself accountable to the promises that you make. If you say, I'm going to get up at seven o'clock tomorrow, you wake up, you snooze your alarm and you end up getting out of bed at half eight. You feel like crap. If you say that you're going to start eating healthy and then you don't do it, you feel like crap. If you say that you're going to change in the new year and then you don't do it, you feel like crap. It's because that you're saying you're going to do something and then you don't do it. So the words that are coming out of your mouth, which are supposedly the truth, are hollow. They're vacuous. There's nothing to them. There's no weight in them at all. It's just words. So how are you meant to trust within yourself and what you say and what you're going to follow through? And it's like casting votes. If you say that you're always going to do something, then don't do it. You're casting votes towards being a person who doesn't do things, who isn't consistent, who isn't accountable, and who doesn't hold themselves accountable to what they say they're going to do. If you hold yourself accountable, if you set your alarm for six and get up at six, if you say that you're going to eat healthy and then eat healthy or track your calories and track your calories or get to the gym at four o'clock on a Saturday and go at four o'clock on a Saturday, you reaffirm those behaviors and you inbuild those habits to be that person who walks taller, who has more confidence, who gets into great shape, which therefore feeds into your confidence as well. So make sure not to break your own promises. And if you think about it this way, right? Imagine you had a best friend and your best friend said, right, okay, I'm going to pick you up at nine o'clock and we're going to go to, to here. Gets to the nine, they don't turn up. They never turn up. The next day, you'll give them a ring and go, where were you? What are you doing? I was waiting for you, nine o'clock outside. They say, oh, sorry, you know, I'll, I'll be there next time. Next week comes around, nine o'clock, picking you up. Right, okay, you'll be here this time. They'll be here this time. Nine o'clock comes, doesn't arrive again. Next day, right, you're not, you're not doing it again. I've had enough. It's the trust that you have. It's the trust that you have in that person. It's the trust that you have in yourself. And guess what? If you keep on saying that you're going to do something and don't do it, your confidence is going to go through the floor. So make sure to hold yourself accountable to your promises. So celebrating your wins, holding yourself accountable. I think reaffirming the things in which you want to have, even when you don't believe it, is very important. And this is one that I've done personally. So looking in the mirror sometimes and having self-affirmations, and this doesn't have to be in the mirror, This could be in a journal. This could be a list of three things or 10 things that you write every single morning, right? To reprogram your brain. Because we know in this day and age, in terms of neuroplasticity of the brain, so we think about neural neural connections in the brain, 
we can actually rewire and reprogram our brain to look for more positive or more negative things, depending on our thoughts and the things which we think about on a day-to-day basis. Because your brain is an organ. It will adapt. It will evolve with time, alike to any other organ in our body. So again, this is that growth mindset that I'm talking about. We can adapt, we can change, we can move forward because physiologically we can actually do that. There is research and science to suggest this. So we can change your mind. And I want you to use me as an example because I'm, I've had a complete transition from being somebody who is totally not confident to being completely confident. And I'll say that with my chest because I'm proud of the position that I've got to um, today. But having these affirmations, whether it's writing in a journal and reaffirming the things in which you think. So instead of looking at yourself and going, you look awful, you're ugly, you're skinny, even when you know that you're not, or you've been going to the gym for a long time, or you're overweight when you're actually in a really good position, say more positive things. Say that you're good looking. Say that you're looking really good today. You're happy with how things are going. And although that you may not fully believe them in that moment, if you do it over and over and over again, I like to how you've been negative in the past, it will reprogram and reinstill within your brain. And that is one of the main ways to how you build your confidence. If you collect all of those things together and you practice self-love, which is kind of these affirmations, you practice self-love and you can read books and listen to podcasts, but None of those things are going to work until you apply it and you apply the self-love of being nicer to yourself, speaking to yourself in a better way, having a more positive outlook and perception of yourself. Your self-esteem will start to raise. You'll then start to be more confident. You'll then start to, to be more competent at the things that you love to do. And then you'll start to live more of the life that you want to live. And you'll start to think, okay, so this is actually starting to work now. I'm starting to move forward along this journey. My confidence is starting to improve within myself. And then all of a sudden it becomes this big positive feedback cycle that we enter into where we see in results and we give it more effort and time. And then we start to see even more results because we've given it more effort and time and it feeds right back into itself and so on and so forth. And I want to give you an example of this. Ben, this year on the team, he approached me in March last year. And when we first had a call, I remember him saying to me, and he won't mind me saying this, but he said to me, like, he was really nervous to come onto the call, the, the the Zoom call that we had. And some of the things that he mentioned at the start is like, he wasn't really confident enough to go into the gym, wasn't confident to kind of step foot in the gym. And, you know, he didn't know what he was doing and he didn't feel comfortable in there. Fast forward 45 weeks, he's just done a photo shoot in a gym where there was people, it was public. He had his top off, he had the camera, the lights, multiple people around him. And he felt confident within himself. He's gone from one opposite end of the spectrum to the other because of the things that we have been practicing on the day-to-day basis, celebrating these wins, practicing more self-love, understanding where he's done well, giving himself a pat on the back for the things that he's done good, realizing his success, realizing how well he's doing and reflecting on the position that he's in in comparison to where he's been before has channeled him forward and pushed him forward far quicker than any other. And it's unbelievable to see that transition. And that just goes to show that if Ben can do that and I can do this, which has probably been over a bit of a longer time, I'm not going to lie. But also, you know, we've always got still got work to do. If we can do that, you can do the same too. Or if you're in a position where you're already confident, but you want to take it up another level, you can do it. 
You just need to start to practice even more. You may be adding in some of these affirmations or journaling and start to practice maybe a little bit more self-love on a consistent basis. And this is exactly what I do inside my coaching program. This is a large part, the mindset, the confidence that we build. It is not always the main driver. Some people do come to me for that. You know, we, we look to transform, you know, your body and your mind. And this is a large part of that because when you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you look good. And it all fi- fixates back into itself and kind of comes into a nice big positive feedback cycle. And that's exactly where we want to be. So if you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it to somebody who maybe you might think might help because if I was to listen to this years ago, I think it probably would have given me a bit of a push in the right direction. And and that's sometimes all that we need on our journey. So I hope you've enjoyed this one. Give it a share, give it a like. I do appreciate it. See you soon.